the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week with your host tomash fonseca and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters at real estate marketing Arter SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today, Sherwin Loudermilk from Loudermilk Custom Luxury Homes, uh, building luxury homes in the Atlanta and Western Carolina regions. Loudermilk Custom Homes has won a few awards. Uh, as a matter of fact, they have the 2022 Agents Choice Award the 2021 Obie Award, and the list goes on and on. Excited to have you on the show, Sherwin. How are you? Great. Thanks, Tim, for having me. Yeah, great. So, uh, you know, we, we chatted a little bit earlier, and we, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, the, the the different areas you work in. Um, how did you get started? You know, um, was, it, was it just, you know, Atlanta, let's build custom homes, or was there an evolution to that? No, it's, it's actually a strange story. So I, I um, my undergrad is in computer science and oh, uh, that makes sense. So yeah, it makes complete <laughs> sense. Right. Just move right into uh, construction. Uh, so I worked at IBM for eight years right out of college and, okay. um, and I, I quickly advanced and I turned into um, an executive level and was traveling around the globe and just realized that I just didn't want to do that anymore. Right. Um, and a couple of years before I, uh, I quit IBM, my wife and I embarked on a journey of starting to flip some homes. And so she was basically essentially doing that while I was working and, um, and she started getting pretty good at it. Uh, and then we just made a decision that, that we're going to go all in. So we, uh, I quit my job. Uh, we cashed in all of our savings, cashed in our 401k and bought a piece of land uh, up in the mountains uh, in, right off near Helen in mm -hmm. uh, Sati Nakuchi. And, uh, and just uh, had no idea what I was doing, but, uh, but started that, that journey and learned along the way and um, developed and then realized after the development that, hey, it makes sense to actually build as well. So uh, started building and, and developing at the same time um, and, uh, and really fell in love with it. Um, started moving into commercial uh, until 2008. And then that's when things kind of... Uh, crashed down and I realized what, what, what do I really enjoy? And it, I kept going back to the residential. And so, um, so my wife and I made a decision that we we're just gonna leave all the commercial behind and refocus yeah. ourselves. Um, so what we lost in 2008, we hoped we gained back in 2009, 2010, as we were buying you know, these, these projects off the courthouse steps. And, um, and so that evolved into, you know, getting back into the residential side and then realizing that we want to be high end, high end custom uh, as we bought a couple of really high end custom homes. Um, and then uh, for the past 12 years, we've been building high end luxury. Nice. Very nice. So, I, you know, I was looking at uh, a little bit of your inventory and, um, you know, how is, and I really don't want to go into great detail about your pricing, but, you know, the, the, the market uh, versus say Atlanta versus Western Carolina. How, how are those two different? Um, you know, you mentioned it to me earlier before residential versus maybe vacation home or, or mountain home or something like that. 
Yeah, so um, you know, Atlanta is a primary uh, market, right? Not many vacation homes in the Atlanta market. Uh, and so we've been building uh, here for quite a while. Um, you know, high-end luxury homes, our starting point now is at $2 million for the construction um, and goes, goes up. Uh, we, we have a handful of deals near the seven to $8 million range as well. So we focus on that high-end custom, good quality customer service, making sure that we don't, you know, we don't miss anything. We realized that we wanted to be in a different market. And so we started looking at Florida, Tennessee, and we knew about cashiers and highlands, but we didn't realize the intensity of, of how luxurious it is. Um, and so we started looking in um, to, to the financials of it and it's, it's the Aspen of the East Coast. And so wow. we realized that the same clients that we're selling first homes to in Atlanta are the same clients that would be buying in North Carolina at Cashiers and Highlands. And I think the statistic is somewhere right around 60% of people that buy there come from Atlanta and about another 20% have to pass through Atlanta to get to Cashiers and Highlands. Um, and so we didn't have to change our model. Our model still is high net worth, um, that same classification of quality and, and customer service that we give to our primary homes, we're gonna be giving to our secondary homes. And so we thought it was a nice, nice market to move into. Yeah, great market for sure. And a, a beautiful area to say the least. So that that's really some interesting stuff because I didn't know that either. And I talked to, uh, you know, 20, 30 people in real estate and building up and down the East Coast, you know, every week. So that's that's nice to hear. And I'm in Florida. So, you know, maybe I can make it up there sometime and check it out. Um, so tell me a little bit. I was doing my due diligence, Sherwin, on, on, you know, your company and kind of what you do and how you go about things. And everybody does does it a little bit different. But you have uh, tell me about your nine step process. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, while I was at IBM, one of my tenure was uh, was a process consultant. So. And especially being in computer science, I think that way. And then as I moved into my master's program and I, and I got a master's in real estate and finance, I was able to kind of marry the two together and understand that, hey, look, in order to evolve, you have to have processes. Um, and what I found is that, you know, the production builders out there have a lot of processes. It makes sense. But the custom builders, the true custom builders, you know, uh, builders like ourselves, which we've never built the same house twice, and it's all high-end luxury, um, they there really wasn't much process from anybody that I went to. I mean, we were looking at at, at examples, going to seminars, going to conferences, um, and we just realized that it just didn't exist. And that's primarily why you don't see these, you know, extremely large custom home builders, right? The, most high-end custom home builders are doing two, three homes a year. Um, I believe we're the largest pure custom home builder in Georgia right now uh, because we're able to, um, to utilize these processes, the nine-step process being one, to kind of um, put demarcation lines with our clients to say, don't, don't worry about everything else. This is, a, this is a, a large project for you. It could get overwhelming. Just let's talk about what you need to do in this step. Right. And let's get through that step. And then, then we'll talk about the next step and the next step. And trust us, we're not going to let you, you know, get ahead of yourself. We're going to make sure that, that we're giving you all the information needed. Our first three steps are in pre-construction. Uh, and then our last six steps are during construction. And I find that pre-construction almost is more important than the construction side. Right. Uh, we're a very unique custom builder um, in that we have all of our selections picked out before the first shovel hits the ground. 
um, or we try to, right? Maybe mirrors or some really, uh, you know, a few minor items might not, not be there, but for the most part, it's all finalized. And that way we can, we have all the pieces of the puzzle so we can analyze what's needed. And our nine step processes helps us make sure that we get everything in order so that we can get to the finish line the best way. You know, and most of our clients say that, you know, we, we look after their money as best as we can. I mean, I know today with the supply chain issues, it's tough, but we're, yeah. we're doing our best to really try to analyze and pick things out as early as we can. Your windows right now are 40 week delays. So okay. we have to order well in pre-construction for a house that's not going to be framed for another three to four months or, or, yeah. or even six months from there. So, so we really, I mean, what the nine step process is definitely one of our strategic advantages of, of how we've created it, how we've in, implemented into our schedule and our online tools. Fantastic. Yeah. Got to have a plan, right? Plan your attack, attack your plan, so to speak. And that nine, nine step process seems to be, uh, you know, something that everybody could probably learn from uh, for sure. Um, yeah, I did see uh, also that, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, but your spouse is your designer. Is that correct? Or my spouse is my boss. Nice. And then she's, then she's I, I understand that completely. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so my wife is, uh, is Roan Loudermilk. She owns Loudermilk Designs. Okay. It is technically a separate company is from Loudermilk Homes. Um, but we're in the same office and we're all together. She has seven designers that work for her. Wow. Uh, I'm probably about 70% of her business. And she helps my company out with selection design. So if okay. you're thinking about um, all the selections that go into your home, such as your you know, cabinets, the colors sure. on your walls, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, she also helps clients with interior design, which are more like furnishings and right. uh, draperies. I mean, she can go all the way down to putting the salt and pepper shakers out. Uh, but yeah, so we've, we've created a real unique uh, working relationship together, um, at, you know, where she understands what I need based on my nine-step process, and and so she's able to support my builders um, in a way that 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 really helps them understand things in the time frame that they need them, while giving the best customer service to our clients and getting the information as as we need to. So so it's very helpful. That's nice, very nice. One of the things I always uh, like to talk about a little bit, um, having been. Uh, married for 30 years, over 30 years myself, but, it, and believe it or not, my wife's in the other room doing something very similar to what I'm doing right now. Uh, <laughs> tell me about that dynamic though, um, you know, on the personal side a little bit, if you don't mind, you know, what's it like on the day-to-day, -day? you know, do you bring it home? Do you keep it separate? Um, or is that impossible? No, it's, 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 it's impossible to completely keep it separate. We try to do our best. Um, you know, there's, there are times where we look at each other and we finally just say, okay, no more shop talk. Uh, um, you know, pretty much when she says something, I try to, I try to, uh, to try to convince her to do it my way, but usually yeah. that only, only lasts for about a conversation. And I, right. I'm saying, ma'am, whatever you, whatever you want. Um, right. But it's, it's, um, it's an interesting journey with working with your spouse, right? We've been yeah. together for uh, gee, 27 years now. And Congratulations. Um, and thank you. And, and it's, um, you know, and, and we're, we, we have an amazing culture in my company. Um, that's a family style environment and, and it's fun to be around and she's, she's fun. And, and I, hopefully I, I bring out some fun as well. And so when people see us, they, they see us as a kind of like a team that she can make a decision for me. I can make a decision for her, but we try to keep 
stay ourselves, keep ourselves in our own lane. In other words, I, I, I'm dealing with the building side. She's dealing with the design side uh, as best as best as we can. But there's yeah. definitely some gray and there's definitely some pillow pillow talk here. Right. And I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. And, you know, I kind of find and, and I, I, you, you probably will agree, I hope. But, uh, you know, it kind of keeps you in check. You know, you talked about staying in your lane. Uh, also keeps me in check when when things are getting a little this way or that way. It's sure. like, come on, move over this way. Come on. No, and I respect, I respect, I mean, she's my best friend. So it's, right. uh, it's one of these things where I, I respect that she's going to, she's, she's looking for my best interest. I'm looking for her best interest. And then jointly, we're looking after the company's best interest. So it's, it's a, it's a good dynamic. Yeah, that's fantastic. Very, that's good. It's great. Glad to hear it. So we, we talked a little bit about how you started. Uh, we talked about kind of what you're doing now with the two different locations and, and two kind of uh, the the vacation homes versus the residential. Uh, let's talk about the future. So, you know, for the big plan, you have processes in place for your builds. I'm going to think that you probably have a pretty good process in mind for the future of the company and, uh, you know, what you kind of can expect with lateral mid clones. Yeah, so, I mean, right now we're um, construction only. We're about a $50 million company. Um, we obviously have developments and, and um, in-house architecture, in-house design services. Um, and, and so combined, you know, we're, we're about a 70, $80 million business if you add everything together. Um, and, and I'm really comfortable with that. Uh, my goal is to make sure that we're servicing our clients in the best way possible. Um, we have a very good reputation in Georgia. Um, we're, it seems like we're getting a, an incredibly good reputation in North Carolina with the people that we're working with right now. Um, and we're trying to grow these two businesses, uh, you know, these two locations uh, to a point where we feel comfortable um, stating that we are the best in both markets. Uh, after we are the best in both markets and we can, we, we feel comfortable with that, then we can look at, at moving to a third market. Uh, but, uh, but we're real picky about making sure that quality is good and that yeah. service is good. Yeah, I got I have one more question, but I do have to ask you any, uh, you know, inside scoop on what that third market might be. Not yet. No, okay. my, uh, my uh, VP of construction wants me to go to Florida. Uh, Come on down. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you guys have different rules down there. So we, uh, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have rules because, uh, you know, when people come down and build houses, then skip town. Yeah, exactly. rules, Skip right? town. you have hurricanes that lift your roofs up, uh, yeah. things of that, that nature. But uh, but no, we're for this foreseeable future, we're we're going to be in these two markets and, and kind of stay here. We're, we've been looking, talking about going to the south side of Atlanta as well um, to support all the new production studios that are down there. Yeah, big uh, time. About, you know, we 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 tried to move into Trillith and then it just wasn't a, a good viable um decision for us at the time, that whole area, but, but it's, it's growing pretty in, intensely. So I think if we did do a, a third market, it'd probably be still in Georgia, but on the South side. But, but like I said, my, uh, my VP of construction really wants us to move anywhere in Florida. He's like, as long as it has water, I'll be good. good with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's uh, that, that's a good reason to come to Florida. Uh, so Real quick, and I, you know, as I listen to you, Sherwin, and you know, and, and kind of analyze in my mind uh, how how you operate. So when you talk about areas, and you know, we've been talking about area quite a bit in this conversation, and you're like, well, we're thinking about moving, you know, onto the south side where all the production uh, production companies are for the movie industry. I'm thinking uh, when you say that, 
when you move into an area, are you talking about spec, like, you know, buying the land, building the spec, putting it up, or, you know, do people come to you, do, do, do your marketing efforts, do people come to you and say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm in South Atlanta, I'd like to come down here, and you go, no, I don't build in that area. How does that work, or, or, or exactly, I guess, in a finite way, when you say move to an area, what does it mean to move to an area? Well, we, we want to make sure that we can service our clients. You know, we're not the kind of builder that just throws up some houses. Right. Right. Um, we want to make sure that we have the design services that can, can support it. Um, we have our, um, you know, our builder, some, some, uh, some companies called superintendents or on-site superintendents. We have project managers that support the financials and the buyouts of the project. We have pre-construction managers. So we want to make sure that we have enough people to support that area before we move into it. Um, 80% of what we do is, is our clients coming to us with land and wanting us to build. Gotcha. Um, now, sometimes they have their own architects. Sometimes they have their own design firm. Sometimes they come to us and say, you, see, you, you handle everything. So it just really depends on, on the circumstances that, of, of the situation that, that we're walking into. Um, the 20% that's not are usually spec homes because we'll do a development and we need to get a couple things going vertically. Um, and so we'll start a couple of spec homes here and there and then, and then kick it off. And now people can see what the envision, what the designs could look like. Now, remember we're, we've never built the same house twice. So, so they're all different, but you still have to have a theme of a neighborhood. And so that, that gives us that ability to do those themes. And, um, and knock on wood, usually when we we're about at sheetrock stage um, is when we usually convert those spec homes into custom homes. Uh, and it's great because our, our process is about a two year process. So by the oh, time wow. we get to sheetrock, there may only be six months left. So somebody could come in and custom design the remaining of their house uh, with six months to go instead of having to go through the entire two year process. And so that's the that's the success that we've had in the high end spec market. Very nice, very nice. Well, I hope you do come down to Florida. West Palm Beach can always use uh, some new look and feel. You know, some of these homes <laughs> have, have been down here on the island for quite some time. But uh, I'll give you, uh, l- let me ask you this, Sherwin. If anyone wants to get any of our listeners or, or anyone maybe that's a, a fan of yours wants to, to give you a shout or talk to you about maybe uh, building a custom home, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, just, just jump on our website, um, loudermilkhomes.com. Um, it's pretty, uh, you know, it, it has a lot of the details, it has some videos about our nine step process, how we use our online construction management software. Remember, I was a computer science guy. So, right. so um, you know, we, we've kind of, uh, you, you know, taken the approach of Tesla almost where we, we give a lot of feedback and, and direction to our clients all online so they can see what's happening. Uh, at any time. So, so take, take a look at that website. Um, the houses and the galleries examples like uh, trying to give an eclectic mix. Uh, we do everything from extreme contemporary to, um, to, to very traditional to French country to modern farmhouse, whatever the design is of the client's need. We, we try to pull that out because we want the house to fit our clients like a, like a custom suit fits, right? It has to fit sure. their personality and their desires perfectly. So, so we prod them with a lot of questions and consultation until we get to where they need to be. Um, and so our website talks a lot about that. And then there's a form on there that they could fill out. There's also a, a design um, 
uh, design for design questionnaire. So if you're still a little confused about what what you want, you can fill that design questionnaire out so that when we when we call you back, we'll actually know exactly where you stand and what what you're looking for. Perfect, perfect. So I'll direct everybody to the website. Uh, sure, when it's been great having you on the show, I like to give everybody kind of the last word, any wisdom, thoughts, um, anything here at the end? Um, no, just uh, thank you for having me. Um, and, um, and hopefully this supply chain issues start converting a little bit better, make it a little bit easier on us builders to, uh, to order uh, supplies. Um, but I appreciate the time. Sherwin, have a great rest of your week, and uh, I look forward to uh, having us, you know, have another discussion at some point. All right, Tim. Thanks. Have a good one.